Previously on the Call of the Flame. Can I help you, sir? I followed your father's path. He killed Ruadu, chieftain of the tribe of gods. I carried his gift, his fire. Since the death of Ruadu, his powers have left this world. What's your name? Toro. I'm Colin. I am Eliklas. He's Jen Kuo. We accept your job offer, Wizardman. I have set you on a path for answers. The Call of the Flame, an audio play. Chapter 4, The Terror of Bury, Part 1 of 2. Voyagers leave their boat in one of the many ports in the land of Bury, an odd place, a collection of halfling fishing folk, farmers, and islanders, forming an enduring community united in its suspicion of the bigger races. Yes, just myself and these four. Hmm. Let me see here. Dwarf? Hello. Elven? Yes. Human? Good evening to you. And... <clears throat> human. I am human. <clears throat> <laughs> I see. As long as you have the coin for it, there's four big folk-sized beds available. Yes, thank you. Finally, a bed. For the dwarf, a halfing bed will have to do. Then I'll make do. Thank you so much. You've no idea how long we've been looking On for... your way, big man. I have halfing patrons to attend to. Oh, okay then. You best mind your own, boy. All things are larger to the little folk, as are any hints of danger we give to them. With a setting of comfort, the defenses in Bree's mind give way to a deep slumber, one which manifests into a dream. No, I didn't ask for this. Oh, oh no, oh no, wake up, wake up, there's a fire! Oh God, oh God! Put up that hand! I don't know how! Water, I need water! Time, quickly, out the window! Everyone out! There's a bloody fire! Fire! Callum! Where's Talon? There's no time, girl. We must go outside. We are safe now. My hand is still. Punch it in the dirt. Quickly. Is that all of us? The orc and the boy. Has anyone seen Turok? Or Kellen? There's not... They're not here! There! Girl, no! I can... No! Do not go in! No! This was my doing! I... Oh, no! Girl! He comes! We saw the flames! Brie, are you alright? Kellen! 
Oh, my gods. Hi. What were you doing out here? Late night sword lessons? My inn. Look at it. It's gone. We should leave before. Was it you, big fellow? It wasn't us. Yeah. I see that look on your face, girl. You did it. I know you did. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Out! You arsonist! Never come back! Out! Out! Do you see the way, Ochman? Well enough. I can see the western mountains. Off the road? Yes. Or would you prefer to wake up to Halfin Warden searching for arsonists nearby? We'll get some distance from this path, then make camp. Yes, perhaps somewhere with nothing you know... Flammable. I need your elven ears listening. The only breath I can hear is our own. Not all terrors draw breath. Oh, cryptic. Do you want to talk about... well... What? How I had a bad dream that caused me to set my bedding on fire? How I can't control my Magnar powers? How I burned down a bloody inn and ruined lives and nearly ended them? Girl, you must keep... I know, Turuk. When we reach Belar, when we meet the Magnar Council, I'm going to ask them if they can take this power away. What? It makes sense. Iriklis! I mean, it's either that or uh, sleep with your hands in buckets. You cannot refuse a gift from the sun herself. Watch me. I will rid myself of this... this curse. I'll... Wait, I'll... What do you... Shush! Something... I see nothing. I can hear it too. It's close. It's only the wind. No. We should... Elven! Hold still! Let go of him, you... You... Tree! Thanks. Stay back! If you shed like a man, with my spear, I would fall from that path, mount its shoulders, and remove its head off with my great strength. No, dwarf! Our swords will kill that. We need an axe. Your arms! It has me! My dagger! Come on! You! Tree! I have its head! Bad news, my friends! It can live without a head! You two have that in common! I can't hold it! It's got Taruk trapped! It's going to impale him! Stop fooling with that dagger! And use your fire gun! What? I can't. I'll... Just try. He'll be dead anyway if you do not. Anyway? Wait! Kerma, stop! Let's go of my friends. Kerma, let them go! Sleep! The tree listens to you. I sort of, um, made him, so he listens to me. Who are you? And why did you set your wooden beast on I didn't. He's the guardian here. What are you all doing so far? And so late. Did you not see my signs? Oh, I knew I should have made them at human height. But I can't reach. We just passed through Bury. We... I caused lots of trouble in the last town. 
Lots of people were hurt and we had to leave. Oh, you poor dear. <laughs> That's close enough, Halfen. If you made this thing, then you must be an encanter. A witch. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I did all in Drainer's magics and yeah. Um, could you all please put down the weapons? No, do not let your guard down around this witch. And don't let her speak a word of the old tongue. <laughs> behave! I'm putting my daggers away. And my spear. What? I'm not arguing with that bark. Oh, I suppose I have a lot of explaining to do about this. Is anyone hurt? Did he touch any of you? Kuma's hands here are made of poison oak. Ah! <sighs> oh my. Did he touch all of you? Yes. Well, it was two seconds from piercing my heart while I was pinned to the ground when you conveniently arrived. What do you think, witch girl? Oh, I'm so sorry. I have a brew that can help. My house isn't far from here. We should be on our way, not breaking bread with a witch. Wait, where are you going, Elven? I don't know about you, but I have sensitive skin, Orc. Encanters were well revered and respected in my kingdom. They're mostly harmless. Now, I'm going to take the little woman's cure. You are all free to join me. You need somewhere to stay for the night, I imagine. You're all free to sleep in my shack or by my garden. There's plenty of food and pipeweed. Oh, yes. Please. Are you all mad? Taruk, this is the first magicked person we've met that isn't a sorcerer. I need to talk to her. I'm going to. This way, please. If you do any of us harm, you will wish you didn't call your monster off me. Within the rotting wood of an abandoned house, the Hathen Encanter Myrtle has made her home. Walls stacked to a height with herbs, books, insects, and jars of precious ingredients for her unique magic. It's ready. I'll put some special herbs in this tea. It will help with the itching, and it will fend off some predators. Careful, it's hot. Mmm. It actually is not terrible. Maybe a little honey next time. It tastes a little funny. I, uh... Go ahead, boy. I watched her brew. Thank you. But that does not mean I will partake from you, witch. Where are you all going? West. I've never met a halfling that looks or speaks the way you do. Not all small folk come from land. Others come from little islands out in the sea. Halflings are only safe in numbers. Except you. I wonder why that is. I, I live alone. Sometimes the sick come find me to be cured. You can cure people? So, sometimes. Duina, the guardian of nature, gives encanters the ability to use living energy from all sorts of things. Plants, animals, living and, um, also dead. We use them in our alchemy, our enchantments. Old Kuma out there has the energy of a friend that I, um, uh, couldn't save. Your friend is in the tree? No, no, just his energy. He was brave, and now so is Kuma. He was protective of me, and so is Kuma. It's his energy. Good energy. That is enchantment. Bad energy? That's... For curses. I feel like I am missing something. 
It was their alchemy that started the Night's Plague. A curse. A disease. Both. Curing our itching skin won't redeem the suffering and death your magic has brought to this world, and will continue to bring. If you'll please excuse me. Oh, be careful! I'm fine. Smells good. Ah, oh, that would be the venison your orc hunted. In some eggs. I already ate he's outside training with your boyfriend. Oi, he's not my boyfriend. Well, he seemed... Oh, so sorry. Uh, here, have a seat. Have some breakfast. I cooked and seasoned it myself. And I watched to make sure she didn't put a curse or something on the food. It's good. And mm. <laughs> we... May have also smoked with her outside. <laughs> this pipe is so tiny. It's for two. Am I, am I a giant among these people? Where are you going? If you don't mind, I wanted to eat outside. When did you discover your power? As a young lass, of course. That's when it always seems to happen, doesn't it? You get your monthlies, you start filling out your bodice, blushing when you talk to the neighbourhood boy, and then one day you're crying your eyes out to your mum because your dearest pet bunny, Rufus, died. And then not for long because he's come back still half-eaten and muddy from the little grave you dug in the garden because you wanted him so badly to come back and didn't know you could do that and now you have to watch him die twice, but this time by rolling pin because mum is not having it. I thought I had a rude awakening. I just thought I was a really good gardener. Uh, wait, you too? Could I tell you something? Rather, show you. Please, do. Or I'll just keep gabbing. Uh, forgive me, I haven't had company in a long time. I don't know why, but I feel I could trust you. Good gods! How did you do that? I don't know how. I've seen quite a bit, some by my own hand, but I've never seen anything like that. You haven't? Have you ever read about it, at least? You poor dear. Oh, it's scary at first, isn't it? I've nearly killed so many people already. It's not life-giving. It consumes. Remember the bit about the plague? But you didn't do that yourself. I know what you're feeling. You need a little schooling. I want to pitch in, but I don't know how. My god is not yours. If yours is still... I'm so sorry. That's alright. Thank you for letting me share, at least. Of course. We're leaving now. Come. Thank you, um... I didn't get your name. Myrtle. Myrtle Dandyfoot. Thank you, Myrtle. After we get to Bilar, they may return here. If you really can conjure special cures. You're welcome. Um, good luck! Come, you three. Bella. 
Bella. From where I am, the fastest way is through the... the Maka Mountains. Oh, Mother of Burry! As the voyagers leave Myrtle's forest shack behind them, Bree looks over her shoulder, watching it grow smaller as she goes further, hoping that she will see it ahead of her path again someday. The party takes to pass a stone between the mountains, becoming a narrow trail before a dark abyss below. I'm fine. Dwarf, what lies ahead? More code and witness. Also, if my eyes don't deceive me, the road leads on, but there is a dark crevice where we can make camp for the night. I'll take it over to this rain. Come on, we're all tired. Very well. We could all do with sleep. Oh. <laughs> You spoke of this thing, this Night's Plague. What is that? How could you not know what the Night's Plague is? You'll have to excuse him. Dwarves never had the misfortune. It's been a while since Old Bay told me the story. In the early days of the Windland Kingdom, before King Ardun, the winds went to war with Bauk, the mountain men. Why? Well, territory dispute, bad blood, or some other damned thing. Let me finish. The mountain men were losing, so they turned to their magic folk. They had no magnirs or sorcerers like other kingdoms. They prayed only to Dwina, and only had the encanters, who until then did not fight. All they ever did was learn, count, make potions, and speak funny phrases. So they all came together, with all their knowledge and books, all they knew about pestilence and dark magic, and made a thing, not a curse, not a plague, but both, so they could weaken their enemy. This plague would kill the sorry soul that got sick, but the body would rise again from beyond the grave. Pale, hunched, hairless, long nails and teeth, with a ravenous thirst for blood. The encounters were clever, so they made the curse so that these undead not walk in the daylight, so that the mountain men could move their army in day. They were made with a weakness for wood and silver, things the winds didn't fight with. The Night's Plague started in Winland, like they hoped, and but it spread back to their home and to Gathland. The whole bloody continent, shrouded in five years of war with the undead. Lots of heroic songs and stories stem from that time. And grim ones. Our traders gathered and spread it to Himerthral and to the east. In Gathland, encounters have to burn their books. Nor are they allowed to group together for fear they'll get up to something. I'm going to sleep. <sighs> Great. 
Bree. Please don't ask me if I'm okay. You're not. Come on. You managed to live this long without burning down Finn's Inn. Hi. That was before the calling. Just let me... Let me just sleep away from all of you. It's safe. Both of you, keep your voices down. Yes, it's a miracle something hasn't come to shut all of you up by now. Is that... something? Two arms. Galen, your sword. Is it gone? Come out so we may face you. Oh, bollocks. Why did you say that? Get behind my spear. Breathe. Some light. Blood drinkers! Wood kills them faster. Don't let them take you. Don't get bitten. Die, you foul things. Why? Did it? I bring a sword. Don't let it bite! Not the warmth you were hoping for, beast? Yes! Die, you beast! Stay here, boy! There's too many! We have to leave! Agreed! The path outside is too small. They'll push us to our deaths! We got me! I'm coming! Boy, it's surrounded, and we are as well! The Flame. Starring Bonnie Bokovich, Stephen Cumberworth, Jacob Williamson, Corey Borgers, Ash Williams, Zach Zathian Young, and Gary Gibbs II. For the full cast list and episode transcripts, please visit thecalloftheflame.com. This podcast was written and produced by Kurt Kanyez, with music by Adam Halpin, with additional tracks by Stephen Cumberworth. Both can be found on Bandcamp. Sonoran speech by Megan Watson. Editing by Kurt Kanyez and Sasha Bloor. Read the podcast description and follow us on our pages of media. Send a bird bearing the hashtag COTF podcast. Join our Discord to meet the cast and crew. But for bonus audio, music, and updates on the upcoming book too, visit patreon.com forward slash the call of the flame. To ask us about sponsorship, send an electronic letter to the call of the flame podcast at gmail.com. Gather around in two weeks for the next installment of our play. This has been a Magnia production. I am your narrator, George Hochter. We thank you all for listening.